everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support. Thank you for continuing to download the podcast. And thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing it. I want you to also make sure you're reaching out to me for some private coaching at my website at IamReneeRoberts.com. Also, if you're not already following me on Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at IamReneeRoberts. And don't forget to join the Coach My World Podcast Fam Facebook group. This is for our discussions of the episodes. This is where we get the updates of the podcast and the episodes. I would love to get your feedback back and love to hear what are some other topics you would like to for me to discuss or for me to research. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So let's get your, our lives moving forward. And I just had to remove gum out of my mouth. I normally do not record with gum in my mouth, but um, totally forgot. And I refuse to record this all over. So if you hear a little hiccups, that's what was going on. So what's up, fam? Let me just say Las Vegas owes me nothing except another visit. I had an absolutely amazing time. I re- have no regrets. Um, and as a Vegas virgin... I didn't know what to expect, but baby, it was everything and more. I'm now working on my next travel excursion because I need to vacate frequently, even if I vacate within Florida. Now, I'm relaxed and I'm ready to get back to the grind and I'm extra ready for this episode in particular because this one is about to give some feelings while knocking over some religious cows. So you may catch feelings, but um, you're going to be okay, all right? So buckle up, fam. About to catch another flight. Y'all know that song? About to catch another flight? Okay, I don't know. It just came out of nowhere. But anyways, buckle up. We're about to take off. This is going to be an amazing episode. Um... So let me get into this. I haven't done an episode in a while that focuses on my my biblical beliefs. Although all of my episodes reflect my beliefs, I do not discuss a lot of biblical literature on my podcast due to the respect of my broad audience. Not all of my audience are Christians um, or of the faith. Uh, they have their own faith. They have their own beliefs. And I just honor uh, their support of this podcast regardless of our faith differences. So I'm very respectful in making sure that I don't flood this podcast out with those types of things because that's not who I am or what I do. Note that I said biblical beliefs and not Christian beliefs. Why? Why did I use those distinctive terms? Because they are not the same. Biblical beliefs and Christian beliefs are not the same. All right. And I don't have time to get into that right now. But some of my fellow believers may feel some kind of way about the way I'm choosing to use my podcast platform. You may be even feeling some kind of way about me not... um, just talking Bible, Bible, Bible. And I will say this to you, you have the right to feel how you feel, but it does not and will not shift my mandate. And I say that with all love to you. Yes, I will real, I will remain true to my objectives and goals for this podcast, which are grounded in healing, self-discovery, and forward progress. We say it all the time. I do not use this pl- platform as a church pulpit to preach biblically, biblical interpretations and doctrination. That's a no for me. 
I simply want to help common people live extraordinary lives that are healed, whole, and thriving, period. Now, you all know that I love dealing with the real, not religion, because honestly, we, we will never make forward progress dealing with religion. We will only fortify our erroneous beliefs and misinterpretations instead of learning to live in truth. And I don't know about you, but I just want to live in truth. And I say all of this to provide you, my listeners, with a backdrop before I get into this topic, which I know is going to stir the pot, like I said earlier, but y'all know I'm for it. So let's get into this, okay? Now, as you can see, I titled this one, Hey Christians, You Can't Save Anybody. That's how it's supposed to sound, all right? I, I had to put it in words, writing, but that's the sound. Hey Christians, you can't save everybody. My rationale behind this title is this. Of recent, I have encountered so many individuals that believe it is their, and I'm talking about Christian or believers, that believe it's their responsibility to save people and make sure people are living saved. Huh? This baffles and angers me in the same wave because that is not, nor has it ever been, our responsibility. Neither is it within our power to do that. We don't have the key to anyone's final destination. We don't have a heaven or a hell to put anyone in. We don't have that kind of authority. And we can't keep trying to force people to behave and live in ways that we believe are Christ-like. It's just not our, it's not our place, y'all. It's just not our place. Now, for my listeners that are of other religions, when I use the word save or saved, I'm referring to being saved and forgiven from sin and death. Uh, as believers in Jesus Christ, we believe that salvation through the mediation of Jesus Christ hooks us up for a life that's eternal and it kind of reconciled us back to God, you know, because sin had come in and divided us from God, from the fall of Adam and Eve. And I don't have a lot of time to get into all the theology of, the, of salvation, but I did want to give all of my listeners a framework of being saved what being saved is so that all can understand what I'm saying. We can all kind of listen from this platform. Yes. Now, back to what I was, I was saying. If I've been really at an internal unrest with this type of this type of mentality amongst believers, it's really been disturbing me, y'all, a lot. Why, you may ask? Because we cannot save anyone, fam. Not one person can we save. We just don't have that authority to do it, all right? Uh, the Bible in Acts 4, 12, and believers and non-believers alike can go and read this. It clearly states, and I don't care what version you read it in, that no one has the power to save besides Jesus. Don't take my word for it. Go read it yourself. It's right there, Acts 4, 12, Acts chapter 4, verse 12. So what in the heck are we doing? What are we doing, guys? I, I did a social media post a few weeks ago where I spoke out about how out of control we are as believers or as Christians. And you may hear me hearing uh, using believers and Christians uh, interchangeably, although I am fully... I, I call myself a believer because Christianity carries with it so much. So it just carries with it so much other type of weight that I'm just not, I'm not connected to it any longer. But believers are Christians. You see, you hear me saying it interchangeably, right? And I mean, where where is it written that we are the police and task force for sin? 
Where is it written that believers or Christians are of the task force? We're the police. We police for sin. And what example did Christ exemplify that would give us such an erroneous concept? We won't find it anywhere in the Bible. You don't, we won't find it anywhere in these scriptures that you're reading every day and that you're praying and that you're saying you believe. You just will not find it. Actually, I think my Christians suffer from something called a God complex. What is a God complex? It is simply defined as an unshakable belief characterized by consistently inflated feelings of personal ability, personal privilege, or personal infallibility. Ah, listen. When I read this definition, y'all, I was done. Do you hear me? T, totally done. Inflated. That is the key word, fam. It is actually the best word. When I read it, it jumped out at me. When I think of inflated feelings, I think of feelings that are excessive and unreasonable. Feelings that are biased and boxed in by one view. Feelings that lack empathy, love, and emotional intelligence. This inflated position makes us super religious, y'all. It makes us judgmental and it makes us extremely biased in our opinions, which makes us not which makes us, but which makes how we approach or how we deal with people. So ugh, I don't even have a word for it. Just ugh. It just it it just makes it that way. And it also makes us as Christians or believers feel superior to those that don't believe the same way that we believe. Do you realize there are so many sects, S-E-C-T-X-S, of Christians and, and uh, of Christianity, people that we all say we believe in Jesus, but there are so many, uh, like, our beliefs don't match. So we understand that everybody just doesn't believe the way that we, that you may believe. And that's okay. It's not your place to make them believe that. Yeah. Here's a PSA, fam. Every person has the right to believe what they want and how they want to. And no, I am not being humanistic about this. This is not some humanism that I'm throwing and spitting at you. I'm speaking from an expanded and forward thought process that has been cultivated through much study of the Bible and many other disciplines, y'all. I am well-rounded in scripture as well as psychology, as well as sociology. Like I'm well-rounded in a whole lot of things, right? The more I embrace all of God's goodness, this is all of God's goodness, y'all. All of these disciplines, this includes his word and his works, the more I embrace these things, the more I become excited about not having the pressure and the stress of saving people or judging people on my back. I don't know about you, but um, it's, it's hard enough trying to deal with my own self and carry my own weight around. So I don't have time for that. And others wouldn't have time either if they would just focus on themselves. Ooh, as Christians and believers, when we focus on doing our own spiritual work and having our own relationship with God, we actually become more empathetic and loving to those that don't align with what we believe. I, I witnessed that. I experienced it on a daily basis. And here's something else I want you to remember. The framework of most of our beliefs concerning God and spirituality have been taught to us either directly or indirectly. And these all have been based and rooted in our culture, the culture we were raised in, the traditions we were raised in, and the experiences we have had. That goes down to how we do church. And if this is the case, do we not think that we are also prone to error in those things? 
Could it be that not everything we believe is actually true? Is truth as absolute as we have claimed it to be? Because that's what we've been trained to believe it is. Hmm. Please, just think about it before you knock it down. And before you damn me and curse me and rebuke me, just think about it. Let it digest before you shut it down, all right? My, trust me, my objective is not to anger you. It's not to upset you. It's not to frustrate you. But it is to provoke you to think and investigate these things through unbiased view lenses. Okay? Not traditional view lenses. Not what grandmama them said. Not what you were raised. I want you to do the research and do it through unbiased view lenses. I know it's hard to consider things that challenge our existing knowledge or understanding. I get it. But please know that as we continue to evolve as human beings, so does our understanding of the world we live in. And it's all a part of God's grand design, y'all. He did this. God made us. He made us as we are, who we are, inquisitive people, researching people, understanding people, empathetic people. It's a part of the great design. I hope this is this has made sense, fam. I really do. I, I just want us to do better as a community of believers. The way we do better is to be aware of our own conditions, our own behaviors, our own ways, instead of projecting our frailties on others and, and uh, what's the other word, um, deflecting as well when something is brought to our attention about ourselves. Uh, we just got to do better. Fam, again, I state this. We do not, I do not, you do not have the power nor the authority to save anyone. The sooner we can grasp this, the sooner we can free ourselves to tend to ourselves. I love you, fam. I know this was a short one, but um, this was a impactful one and a powerful one. This is like one of those one-two punches. Yeah. I heard somebody tell me before it's a two-piece, you know, uh, a one-two is a two-piece snack. Okay. So I just wanted to give you a two-piece snack and I hope this encouraging episode has empowered you to not allow your spiritual development, your connection with God, your relationship with God to be governed by anyone's opinions, by anyone's religious antics, by anyone's uh, negative thoughts concerning you. Why? Because we all, honey, we all, sir, we all, ma'am, are working out our own salvation. All right? You got that? I know you do. All right, y'all. Until next episode. Have a great one.